All right, Kellen McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, coming up, uh, breaking news, what it means and why it matters. Fusion. Amplifying truth and pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. Interesting things to get into uh, today. We will discuss some foreign policy issues, particularly the war in Ukraine with Katie McFarland from the uh, perspective of national security and what that's doing to our country. Uh, we've also got day two of the former president in court here in New York. Stay here. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He is playing the role as uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you here. Um... Earlier today, the former president, Donald Trump, arrived at the Manhattan courthouse to face the second day of his trial on uh, this is the uh, civil trial on the issue of fraud leveled by New York Attorney General Letitia James. Um, and and this is um, a, an important uh, trial. They, it, what we're going to see now is a, is a litany of the former president and courtrooms and reporters asking questions, et cetera, et cetera. And I think just, you know, in all honesty, if you earnestly believe that you are innocent of the things that people are uh, making up and bringing against you, then you're going to want to speak out. And so I don't, I don't blame the former president for earlier today saying Uh, to the press a few words before he went in. He stood outside the courtroom, spoke briefly with reporters, and reiterated his claim that Judge Arthur Engoron had handed down an earlier fraud ruling based on false information that Letitia James, the attorney general, had uh, given him. He called on the judge to reverse his previous decision, saying that no fraud had taken place. And, and this is important, there were no victims of any crime. I, I think if if no crime is committed and someone suffers from the actions of someone else, even if there's no crime committed, then I think it's appropriate for civil recourses to be allowed to take place. Because if you've hurt somebody, even if you didn't commit a crime, but you you ended up being the cause for why they were injured, I think it's I think it's pretty uh, polite just to say, okay, um, this happened because of me and we're going to try to make restitution, try to make that right. But it's another thing to say, as Letitia James is in this particular case, that uh, Donald Trump has committed these crimes, these supposedly fraudulent crimes, and that he needs to be punished when there is no victim of any, there's no evidence of anyone suffering an injury because of his actions. Now, whether his actions rise to the level of criminality, that that would make this a criminal case. So, what exactly is she arguing in a civil case that is attempting to pin him on charges of fraud? And let me let me just give you an example of one of the things that they're they're accusing him of. 
they they are saying that he has overvalued the statement or the worth of his properties and they cite mar-a-lago as an example of this now this is this is real estate law. It's Florida. I don't know what the judge in New York thinks they're an expert on about um, New York uh, real estate. But the judge has determined that the property of Mar-a-Lago, which is about two times the size of a property that it sits next to, and that property is important. I'm going to tell you about it in a second. But they've said that this property, that's about twice the size of the one next to it, I think it's 34 acres or something like that, that, that Mar-a-Lago is only worth, the judge in New York said that it is only worth 30, uh, is only worth $18 million. And President Trump had it valued at, I don't know, between 50, 100 million or, or more than that, maybe, um, in his, you know, when he was using you know, uh, statements of assets for, for getting bank loans for his businesses. So the judge says 18 million. If you take the property that is right next to Donald Trump's at Mar-a-Lago, the property is about half the size. It's about 17 acres, I think. It is undeveloped. There is not one piece of uh, property or building or anything on it. It has the same connection to, to water on both sides. One of the things that makes Mar-a-Lago beautiful is that it sees the east and the west coast from where it sits. It's got water on both sides. The idea that the property next to it, which also has water on both sides, and is currently valued, his neighbor's undeveloped, almost identical in terms of scenery, but half the size property is currently valued at $200 million. By the way, I think there's a, a very good reason for why it is valued at $200 million because I think that being neighbors to Mar-a-Lago enhances its value. So how could you possibly say that the president listing his value of a property that's twice as big has immense amount of beachfront with water on both sides has a fully developed luxury hotel and property on it. How can you possibly say that that is only worth $18 million when the empty property next to it, that's likely enhanced by Mar-a-Lago's presence is valued at $200 million. This is the kind of stuff that makes people believe that this is either political or personal that the judge is carrying out against Donald Trump when something this blatant in terms of inconsistency is put forward. And I think it's one of those things that people are going to have to say to themselves, do we want a justice system that seeks to punish Donald Trump simply because he's been successful, simply because he had the ability to buy Mar-a-Lago and to pay for Mar-a-Lago and now use that as an asset against other loans for other parts of his businesses. What, where, where is the victim 
in this, even if he had overstated its value, which I do not believe that he did. And I think the judge's evaluation of Mar-a-Lago is a joke. $18 million wouldn't buy the driveway at Mar-a-Lago, most likely. So what, what are we really talking about here? That's why the former president is irritated. That's why he's frustrated. That's why he's calling on this judge to dismiss this case, because it is full of baloney. The, the, the former president also made one other additional important note. He said that the attorney general has a political bias against him in this case. And he cited the fact that when she campaigned in 2018, she campaigned on the fact that she was going to prosecute Donald Trump. She didn't need a crime. She knew he was guilty of something. She was just going to prosecute him. And the, the idea that she was going to get him on something criminal went away a long time ago. Now she's stuck with this very, very poor civil case against him. And she's out to get him. I don't think that either of those statements, that he's told the truth about his properties and that the judge is acting with bias and that the attorney general is prosecuting with bias, I don't think either one of those are overstated or misapplied. And he should not endure a separate type of treatment simply because he is Donald Trump. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away.